Okay. Because we were just watching that Key and Peele episode. Yeah, yeah. I love Key and Peele. When did you first start watching? What was Key it? and Peele? Yeah. Whoa. Um, I want to say, I don't know if it's the first skit that I saw or the first, like, introduction to them, but I just remember the specific skit of the substitute teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's, the, the, the most famous one, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, their most famous one. And, like, I think that that was my... I don't know if that was my first Kim Peele skit, but I know that's, like, the one I really, really remember as being one of the first yeah. ones that I saw. And I just love them yeah. from then on. I think m- mine was, like, probably some random one. It's, it's either... It's not the teacher one. For me, I think it's probably the football one where they're, <clears throat> they're just going over the, the stupid names of the different NFL players. No, I haven't seen that one. That's like the second most popular one. <laughs> or maybe I haven't. I just don't remember. Like I have, I have kind of a bad memory. So <laughs> it's just like the whole skit is just them switching through different wigs and different like facial hair and crap, and then they're just oh. saying different names of like really strange, like anyways, like weird um, NFL player names. But it's probably yeah, definitely their second most. But I think I, 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 my first initial one was probably some random one, and then me recognizing them from Mad TV. Because yeah, exactly. Them, and I was like. You know no, what? That, that was my something. first. I think that was my first introduction to them. It wasn't yeah. through yeah. Key and Peel. It was through Matt TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then Key yeah. and Peel. Yeah, yeah, I love them on Matt TV. Yeah, because I, I think I probably saw an interview too, or like just saw the thumbnail somewhere, and then went back to Matt TV and literally saw old episodes. Yeah, ago. yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Because it like bothered me so much. I was like, what do I know their faces? But I couldn't tell you what their names are, like what they've been in. Yeah. And then I saw like some of their old stuff, and man, like they were like. Some of the, my favorite stuff from Matt TV. Yeah. Like, I think what started my love of sketch comedy. Did you watch it when you were younger? Like yeah, Matt TV. Matt TV? Yeah. Oh my god, that's weird. I find that weird because a lot of people haven't. And for me, I yeah. get it. And the, the thing is always, like, for me, it's always, well, I have older siblings. So then I, I was always raised around watching, like, late night TV. And they they exposed me to a lot of, like, I guess, adult humor mm-hmm. early on. So that makes sense for me. But why did you start? Okay, I don't think I watched Matt TV when it was, like, popping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, when it was at its height. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, I don't have older siblings. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, yeah. Why would I ever be watching it? But I was introduced. <laughs> yeah, I was introduced to Mad TV through YouTube. Okay. So like when I was in like, it must have been later. I think I was in like grade seven, eight ish at that point, and where like YouTube was becoming more popular, and um, I would watch. You remember like Bon Quiqui and like. <laughs> I just love you say that. Bonkwiki. <laughs> there you go. Yo, Bonkwiki was, and like, um, <laughs> and um, can I have your number? Like, those skits. Yeah, 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 yeah. From, from, those are, like, you know, from Matt TV, so, like, mm. we kind of, those are from Matt TV, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not SNL, that's not SNL. No, 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 I'm pretty sure they were Matt TV. Yeah. And, like, from that, that's how I learned of Matt TV and right. saw other skits. Okay. But, like, those are my two favorite skits. I watch them, yeah. like, time and time again and I at one point I knew every single like line in Bon Cui Cui. Oh my god. I even knew the rap at the end. Oh my god. <laughs> like on the mic yeah. is the queen I listen to me okay. sing. She was the number three super size onion ring. Like I knew, <laughs> I oh, knew the entire thing. You just had that in your back pocket ready. Yeah I know it like I still I still reach in there <laughs> and I remember um once I don't know why we thought this was a good idea but like <laughs> Once, um, <laughs> me and my... Remember Sarah? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah, yeah. yeah. So, me and her decided that we wanted to record our own Bon Cui Cui. Are you kidding? So, we grabbed my... She was at my house. We grabbed my dad's camcorder. And we... Oh, <laughs> and we recorded... It. it was just us two. <laughs> 
trolls. I think I deleted it. It's really embarrassing. Oh, I was just going to say ugly. No, I don't think it's out there anymore. Oh, my God. But it was like, we knew all the lines, and it was like... I wish it was I embarrassing. Had, it, that was so weird because I just went through like a very happy moment there, and then to very sad when he told me it's not there anymore. No, say, I'm pretty sure I got rid of that. Oh. Like it was embarrassing. <laughs> we probably should get a move on. <laughs> but thanks for listening to us, guys. I think it's our first uh, podcast that we're yeah. doing for right now. So I'm Razia speaking right now, and I'm Mom. Yes, hello. <laughs> and you are listening to the Talkaholics Podcast. is as Razia mentioned our first episode um so we just before we go into our episode for today we wanted to talk about you know why we started a podcast because you know not everybody does that (laughs) not everybody does does that and not everybody who's listening to us might not might not know who we are i guess our first couple episodes it probably is going to be our friends listening to us (laughs) yeah in the first go Mm -hmm. rounds but if you're a, a newbie and have no idea who we are um, well, I'm Razia and this is Iman, and we just wanted to start a podcast because we've been making kind of creative stuff on the side for a while together. for Since, like, the end of high school? Yeah, almost. Holy crap. Yeah, wow. which is, like, what, five years ago? Oh, my... I did that. I just, like, literally took that in. Yeah, we've been... been we've, we've always had, like, this urge to have a creative outlet, and yeah. sometimes that's not always possible because... You know, we're in school or we have jobs and our jobs Life aren't technically creative. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we were like, you know, yeah, we we're deprived in our daily lives. Yes. <laughs> From creativity. Um, yeah. And I mean, we started off by making a, a couple of things. Like, I think initially we were just kind of meeting at like every other restaurant and like writing down ideas. Yeah. And just, like laughing at each other. And then, <laughs> and then we wrote up... Um, a couple, I think uh, one or two skits, or I think the only one that got filmed was the one for Greenlight Productions. Yeah. That was when we were in university that actually got filmed and was put up too. Um, but it was just, we needed something more consistent, something that we could do um, that took, you know, minimal production that we yeah, could do exactly. all the time that was fun for us. And I think yeah. the podcast was a good place to start. And hopefully, I think we hope that this would spring into something else. Yeah. And we definitely noticed that. Whenever we got together, we were always having, like, these great conversations. I mean, great in our, in our <laughs> eyes. You know, these great conversations and, like, talking about every little thing from, like, pop culture to politics to, yeah. you know, just daily life. And so we were like, if we have these conversations and, yeah. you know, we're having a good time, why don't we just yeah. do it for an audience exactly. and see how it goes? Exactly. And I mean, like, a lot of the similar topics, like you just mentioned, like, not just, like, um, comedy and stuff, we have the similar taste in music and stuff, but also with, um, like, and, and some things that are more serious and political and more analytic, I guess, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, because we both like doing that stuff and we're both we can get pretty artsy so if you like that stuff i mean stick around and you'll see you know as this podcast grows and becomes something else i mean i think early on too you kind of have to be aware as well that we're going to be going to be experimenting with yes things. we're going to kind of bear be with us over over ourselves we're going to be like testing out stuff with like both the visuals and like the logo stuff for um 
the podcast and as well as the format for the the podcast itself. So you know, I, I'm excited about this though because yeah, I, I just want to see where this takes us. Right now, we're kind of like leveraging off of podcasts that we love and like and listen to on mm-hmm. a daily basis, and then kind of ripping that off more or less <laughs> yeah. until we can kind of find what works for us. I mean, like we call ourselves the talkaholics for a reason, and and, go. and it's gonna show a lot in the beginning because <laughs> we literally just talk from topic to topic, <laughs> and there may no be like there may not be a rhyme or reason to what we say in our structure but you know as we go on it's gonna get better um so we hope that you guys stick around and you know have fun and listen to us talk (laughs) i think i think it's like it's just almost like a good hobby for us for the time being until Mm -hmm. like we kind of get our our footing and realize like what exactly we want to do and hopefully we can bring on other people too yeah that's that's a plan yeah it won't just be us like i mean initially i think just to get us off the ground it'll be us kind of talking about um you know things in pop culture that are that are hot and are, are, are trending at the moment and but i think hopefully down the line we can start bringing artists in or different people that we know from even our personal lives yeah. to kind of um help us push the conversation and you know other funny people yeah and we're gonna we're gonna try to get creative with it you know add different segments and just try to have some fun out here um, and I think we're gonna try to upload once a week. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, yeah, let's see it with a question mark at the end. <laughs> Crossing my fingers. Um, yeah, we, I mean, with like we both have our own jobs and lives that are like insane right now. But um, yeah, I mean, we do what we can. So yeah. But um, we hope that you guys enjoy. Yeah. This is just a little intro to us, and I'm sure you're gonna learn more and more about us <laughs> and yeah. our views on everything <laughs> um and you know our future episodes so anyways yeah we hope you enjoy yeah our first episode thanks guys bye this um have you seen i guess we'll get into one of the topics that i was thinking about for like the past few weeks and i've been like waiting to see you to talk about it okay because i know you'll have an opinion okay and i have an opinion okay. and then we're gonna like lose our minds over this but have you seen childish gambinos this is america you're gonna hate me, but I haven't seen it yet. You <laughs> no, it. I know. Should we put this podcast on hold just to be like, yeah. hey, let me show her? Well, I think I need to watch it. it. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, you know why I haven't seen it? Why haven't you? Um, I saw like when it came out, I was like, yes, I was mm-hmm. so ready. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this. And then but the thing is, like, I come home from work so tired. You don't have your priorities set up. Right? And then I've so seen sweet. like clips of it on um, Twitter, and then I've seen like. The remade clips of it when they put it to a different song. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> it's so really that's what funny. you see, but not the actual thing. You know? No, no, but like, I know that. Okay, let's watch it. Let's okay, go. Okay, we'll put yeah. it on pod. <laughs> can I say, though, that J- Charles Gambino, like, he, he can really move his body? <laughs> I'm surprised. Is that SZA? Mm. It's like that you recognize her. It took me a Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, that's another thing we need to talk about. Okay. You never heard this song? No. Okay, let's let's not go on later though. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But I think we should just start our, our podcast here then. <clears throat> Thanks yeah. for joining us. Um, it's me, Razia, speaking, and Iman's joining us as well. But I wanted to talk about Childish Gambino's This Is America video, which you just watched this now. Yeah. I'm a little late. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but because I, like, I'm, I'm really happy about the, not that just that Childish Gambino made a song like this. It's not kind of out of his realm to make a video like this. Yeah. Or a song. But just the kind of traction that it got when it first got up, people were talking about yeah, it like yeah, crazy. Yeah. And it was... Everywhere. Yeah, it was ev- <laughs> It was everywhere. People wanted to, like, know more about the music. Video. Yeah. Because, like, I, I don't know, like, 
when like in the nineties, like music videos used to mean as much as the exactly. song used it, to, especially like, like in terms well, I think in every music music genre, but especially with hip hop and rap. Yeah, yeah. Like with the roots of hip hop and rap yeah. came struggle and came like, you know, it was a way of expression yeah. of what was going on at the time. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is kind of it's kind of watered down a bit now. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, like, I no, like that it's kind of going back to its roots. Kind of for sure. No, yeah. So this is, like, the first time, it's like, it's not just the song that was big. It was the music video, and people were wanting to, like, analyze the crap out of this yeah. thing. And, like, proper articles were going out about, like, you know, finding out the meaning and stuff. Yeah, and, like, because there was a lot of, like, references in there yeah, yeah. that, ref- like, refer to cultural things or historical things that happened in the past, yeah. and people were recognizing them. Yeah. And then yeah. so... That makes you want to know more. Like, yeah. what does that mean? What does that mean? What yeah. does that mean? Which is great for me. Like, I love whenever that happens. Like, when people almost get like literary about stuff. Yeah. You just want to break crap. Down yeah. I always want to do that. Yeah, so exactly. it's nice when other people want to <laughs> exactly. do that. Exactly. Like, I don't feel as weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if if like that's what's been making me like the most happy about this. But I want to know since you just watched it. Like, what are your first reactions? Like, what do you think? Um, I okay. I don't know if it's bad to say that I enjoyed it because obviously the message isn't a happy message. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, but I enjoyed it because it's a realistic message. Mm. And it's kind of like, I don't know, for people who are maybe a little asleep, yeah. it's a wake-up call. <laughs> um, and uh, I, especially with like, especially recently with all the gun violence in, in the States, like mm. it's definitely something that's supposed to hit you in the, like it's like a punch in the face yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like wake up, this is what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I've I've been, like, obsessively reading articles and stuff about this, and, like, I've, like, been thinking of, like, maybe even writing up something of my own, just because you're so, like, it, it's so um, easy to go through this music video thinking it's very simple, because there are pretty simple elements to this. Yeah, like, kind setting of kind of stays the same. Yeah, and, and he's know, the focus of it. Yeah. There's no real, like, necessarily, like, a narrative or anything. Yeah. He's just kind of the main focus. But I think that's the point. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love the simplicity about it. So, like, the, the way that I saw it is that... I think the most obvious um, like story or message being told in the video is that like he it, like throughout the whole music video he's like doing very uh, like it, besides the beginning he's doing very mainstream like dance moves exactly like the whole thing yeah like, yeah yeah just, uh, and I think that that was just to make a point yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> well there's like chaos in the background and yeah now, like the guns he's using get take care of so well like, yeah basically held with like velvet cloth I think and then yeah yeah and and but meanwhile like you know the the only thing that we're really listening to or watching, sorry, is his like his dancing, his really like it, trendy dance. Yeah, with, like, a bunch of other with the kids little kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So it's is it that's like the the like the probably the biggest like metaphor for America is like entertainment kind of goes. Yeah, we're all so caught up. Yeah, in yeah. all the new trendy. Yeah, entertainment things comes going first on. Exactly. before anything, and I think there's so many smart, sneaky stuff. Like if you see here, like that there was a white horse in the background that just comes in into. I didn't into, even notice that. That just comes into one of the scenes where, and I like where it's placed actually because there's like a cop car right next to it, and yeah. then the white horse comes by. Because it's just, like, it, a nice touch to say, like, this has been going on for a while. This is, like, history. Like, before Cop Cars, it was white horses. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, like, the color contrast and stuff, like, just it being, like, a white structure versus mm-hmm. a bunch of, you know, black characters in the front. Like, I thought that that was, like, there's so many, like, small nuances. Yeah, that I'm, and like, also, yeah, like, throughout the whole video. video, he's, like, his expression is, is either very, like, neutral or very, like, not happy, but, like, no, he and, did, he didn't amused. Not, yeah, and then at the end you see like fear, mm-hmm. like when he's running, right? And yeah, he's almost playing a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's a lot of um, um, like the I guess the biggest thing that people were catching was his pose, 
um, when he shot the first guy. It was a very Jim yeah. Crow type yeah. type gesture. It was like in a publication. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so th- th- there's that image that's been like contrasted mm-hmm. with him throughout the whole thing. Like, there's just there's just so much that was happening in that video. Like, I, I think, too, like, there's always discussions, um, especially with how black people are treated in American media, mm-hmm. is that lack of attention to black bodies. Yeah. And, and the fact that he's shirtless, I think that there's just a point there that he's trying to make. So, I, like, just small things, small decisions that he made. And I think the yeah. last scene, too was like definitely a reference to oh, you've seen get out right oh yeah i was thinking um, the exact same yeah, thing it yeah, yeah definitely the, it's probably it's like probably the most direct reference yeah to, to the sun place um scene and get out and i don't know if you know but actually childish gambino's uh song red bone was the first song to play in get out i did not know that yeah yeah oh so it's a like, nice little comeback it's like almost like a yeah, yeah it's like a certain thing did so. you hear random side note but did you hear that jordan peele is writing a new film yeah, yeah, I know he, he, isn't he doing a, t- is it a TV show or a movie? I think it's a movie. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a movie because I think, I'm pretty sure it's an, another, like, horror film. Oh, okay. Is yeah. it a follow-up? Is it Get Up 2? No, it's okay. not. I can't remember what it's called, but it has, I know that it has very, like, well-known black actors. Oh, the actors. people have already casted it? I think, I don't know if they're casted or if it's just, like, a hint that we're looking at these people to be casted. Mm. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I'm gonna find it out. Just give us a second joke on new movie. No, but so, yeah, I think it's. It, this I is us. Us, us. Yeah, okay. that's what it's called. Okay, cool. That's awesome. And there's a poster. Yeah. And Already? I, oh my god. It's because it's coming out next year. Okay, hold on. This is, this is crazy. So I was just like, yeah, I mean, the, that last scene. Yeah, Winston Dugan and Lupita Nyongo oh, okay. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, I heard her. She was on it because I love her. She's on Hand Me Too. Yeah, so we'll I guess Lupita Nyongo is not official, but. Wow, that's ridiculous. And I'm so happy for him. I mean, we're both, We I think oh, since yes. we've been like, every time we meet up, I think we almost talk about at least Key and Pill once. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that that's in front of our like first podcast is almost suitable yes. to talk about Jordan Peele. Because I love him. I just think like the fact that he started something like Get Out, which is which would have been I think a few years back even like give it like five years before would have been controversial and would have yeah. been seen as offensive. Um, but to now to kind of start this now wave of this kind of um, very openly political uh, media like first Jordan Peele now Childish Gambino like it'll fall with, yeah. with so much other. Stuff I mean, after like this, I, I just think like from I know from our perspective it makes sense, right? Like yeah. we're thinking movies are supposed to somewhat mirror reality and this is a reality right yeah, so or of be course some sort of commentary or, you know yeah of, of reality but like for other people i guess it's like that's not our reality so it doesn't need to be talked about yeah but no yeah, <laughs> yeah. we talked about yeah and that's i still think people um i'm sure many like white audiences who've watched um get out probably saw it as problematic or kind mm-hmm. of felt uncomfortable at least well i hope they felt uncomfortable yeah. that's the point of the film <laughs> and that whole movie oh my god i could go into like, oh i love I could, that movie. i could go into like talk about a movie that has a lot of nitty-gritty stuff mm-hmm. and smart placements of um like symbolic things that always come started that beginning come back at the end so yeah okay, so i guess like one of the things i don't know if you remember because i actually watched it kind of relatively recently like i didn't watch it when it was at its height oh um, i watched it not when it first came out because it didn't i was in the netherlands still at that time yeah, yeah. so it came out later in the netherlands so i saw the premiere in netherlands but it was like a month or so after it came okay. out okay yeah like so that. no i took a while <laughs> because it, i mean 
well, I don't know if you know this actually, but I don't do well with horror movies. And like, oh, me neither. Okay. But the thing is, I don't think like it yeah. wasn't that much of a horror it movie. It wasn't. It wasn't really. No. It wasn't like yeah. paranormal. Yeah. I can't do paranormal stuff. No way. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> One time I saw Paranormal Activity. I had to sleep with my grandma for fifteen days. I couldn't. <laughs> you counted the days. <laughs> fifteen days. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Oh my god! Um, but this one was more like it was a little gory, so I had to I had to cover my eyes sometimes because especially the end. Yeah. Of the yeah, movie. That, that's what I was gonna say. The end bit's really the only actual traditional horror yeah. part to me. Um, but I still like kind of pushed it back because I like I I knew what it was about like very mm-hmm. like, just a summary of it I guess and. I just didn't want to watch it. <laughs> His writing in that movie, I'm so happy he won the Oscar mm-hmm. for screenwriting too, was just so clean. And there's so many like small things again that he's saying. Like I don't know if you remember. So one of the first scenes in the movie starts with him uh, hitting that deer. Yeah. And then him getting out and kind of looking at it. Mm-hmm. And then I just, there's I guess a moment of him feeling bad or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that kind of actually comes back at the very end of the movie that I didn't realize until, again, like what I normally do after watching movies like that, I kind of do my own research, research to kind yeah. of figure out okay, yeah. what was the intent here. So in the spoilers, if you haven't watched it. Well, but, I mean, too bad for you because you should have watched it by now. Everyone <laughs> has no sympathy for No, it. no. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, or closer to the end, there's that courthouse-looking scene where he's kind of strapped to the chair um, and he's like in front of the TV watching mm-hmm. that, that teacup thing. Yeah. Above that TV is the deer uh, head. Is the deer yeah. head, which is the the reference back, right? So the deer starts off as being more or less a victim to something and, and gets killed, but he actually, if you remember, uses that deer to, mouth kill, to kill yeah, the father. Yeah. Which is like I like small things like that make me like so happy. <laughs> and like even in that same scene where he's like, um, he he actually is able to escape because he uses the the stuffing from the chair in his ears mm-hmm. but he's literally picking cotton, cotton in the you know what i'm saying like sm- like things he did on purpose to make yeah. sure like was in was in the was in the movie like i could dissect that whole movie like hours <laughs> and i don't think people like we, to hear that yeah. for so long but <laughs> just stuff like that that i was like that's you know i i miss that in movies sometimes yeah so, yeah sometimes i watch movies and i'm like what did i what did i get out of that yeah i just sat here and yeah felt numb <laughs> <laughs> it was pure entertainment yeah well, but like is it entertainment are you entertained if you're just sitting there you know what i mean like no. is it really entertaining if you haven't been stimulated and just a philosophical topic. I know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, there's always two kinds of movies, right? I feel like Marvel movies are often given that, you know, it's just pure, like, candy, you know, entertainment. It's it's almost like the junk food of movies, right? It's just there for your pleasure, more or less. But then there's movies like, you know, Jordan Peele comes out and, like, a few other movies or even tv shows like handmaid's tale i I think i've talked to you about you have and i haven't started it i feel like i should but like which i find like it's 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 like the jordan peele kind of a move or movie or tv show whatever yeah um in terms of like making you think after each episode you know Mm -hmm. so that i mean if you guys haven't watched it already handmaid's tale is a really good uh show i think it's on hulu and it's based off obviously the margaret atwood atwood uh novel it is a little dark. Like, I, th- I think I gave you the forewarning yeah, of, like, yeah. it's probably the most graphic TV show I've watched, period, I think. Because I don't watch Game of Thrones, so maybe... I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, and I was a little I was a little shocked. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't okay, so I, probably would, <laughs> so I probably wouldn't do Headways, just because it is, like, 
it yeah like that show is is explicit to a point though like it's not just there to it's just to be explicit yeah yeah no, yeah, yeah it's it's purposeful and it's very feminist so i know that this is a specific audience for that but great show like amazing so if you ever end up watching it we're having like a whole podcast dedicated for that yeah because it's great but no i did want to also talk about the royal wedding did you actually oh did you, were you the one to get up on no but you don't can listen the day <laughs> i'm not losing my sleep over this i'm great fine they're getting married but okay like that's great but okay let me okay there's this is what i was feeling before the wedding actually happened right okay. so obviously here in, in toronto everybody's getting up at 4 a.m my aunt she got up <laughs> plus okay we're fasting right so yeah. I mean, you're getting up already at, like, 3 a.m. to eat. So my aunt, she got up to eat. She said she dressed up, put a nice hat on. Did she really? She put a nice hat on, and then she sat in front of the TV and watched the entire wedding. Oh, my gosh. And I was, when she told me that, I I have no idea. It must be, like, at least four hours. I have no idea, but I was shocked, because, like, that same day we went over to her house for iftar, so I was listening, I was hearing about this later. Yeah. And I was like... You're crazy. <laughs> what? What? Just, just imagine her home alone. Like it's yeah, practically she's just still dark on the couch. Out. It's still dark out. She has like she's all fancy up like the. <laughs> but no, I mean like. But then they, <laughs> CNN like was replaying the wedding, right? So yeah. like they replayed the whole entire wedding. So when we were at her house, they we were it was on CNN. And we were watching. Um, I didn't watch the entire thing, but like just the part where, um, she was like you know getting out of the car. And she was it, but like I kind of, I can't, I felt a little bit of emotion when she, they were like looking at each other. I, I know, like, that's cute. I, know, I, know. I like, like that was a little cute, a little exactly. cute. No, but other than that, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but did you hear about the preacher? The preacher that was like, he was giving like a sermon, yeah. And everybody's react, everybody was trying not to laugh because he was really, really preaching. He's, he was like, he was, he was, yeah, he was very enthusiastic. He was like this older black man who was really trying to give them, you know, some knowledge. And everybody was just like sitting, like, can you just imagine these like. English people with their their hats, their what are those called? The hat toppers? Or I, I can't remember what they're called. There's a name for them. Okay. Well, there's fasteners. They're called fasteners. I don't know why I know this, but with their fasteners, and they're just sitting properly, like trying not to laugh as he like preaches to them. Oh my it's god. really funny. Is, oh my god. I I didn't actually watch it myself either, but um, the next morning I obviously woke up to like Instagram pictures of like yep. just her dress and. It, you know, like the, the classic picture of him, her looking at him, and that's yeah. Like, so, and then I, I think that was like obviously the the best part of the whole thing. I think, like, there's a lot of scrutiny. Obviously, she's getting for her dress more or less because it was I, super. It super was simple. so simple, like, but I liked it. Simple. I am like on the fence. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, for what they paid for the wedding, she could have probably did a little bit more. <laughs> that's where my head goes. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Uh, did you hear about how much she paid for her makeup? Eighteen thousand dollars. Oh right? my god! Which was like, and I bet she probably just put a little bit of foundation on and some eyeliner and mascara and walked out. I'm mad. <laughs> what? I was telling my sisters like, I'm pretty sure like even the products that she she used did not even amount anywhere close to eighteen thousand. You're telling me that that's what. But like, I, I liked her makeup to be honest. I no, thought it I, was very, I liked it. Was it. it suited her. It's very nice. Yeah. You can still see her nice little freckles. Yeah, exactly. Like, it yeah. was very. She was very beautiful. Yeah. But like what. What goes through my mind is the amount of money they paid. Yeah. Like, and three hundred thousand dollars for the dress. Like, I could go to my tailor today and get something very similar for like. Much near cheaper. That yeah. It's just okay. Yeah. Well, when my mind, I don't know about you, but when my mind, when I hear about like rich people spending a lot of money, 
my mind just goes to where the money could have actually gone mm-hmm. in terms of people who have no money. Mm-hmm. And then I get mad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like, I understand like, to an extent that, like, when people, like, celebrities or whatever, like, or that have worked hard for their money, like, they, obviously, they're, they're doing a job. They're actors, actresses, yeah. singers, performers, entertainers, whatever. Yeah. They worked hard. They've earned they their money. Yeah. So, yes, they can go out and buy, you know, expensive things for themselves. I understand that. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it's a little, oh, <laughs> too much. You know, and I feel like... I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into this huge thing because I'm very passionate about this. But, like, world <laughs> hunger is the most solvable issue right now. It is the most solvable. Like, all you need to do... Well, okay, this, I'm, not, I'm not trying to sugarcoat this or try to be very, like... I'm not trying to downplay people's issues. Obviously, world hunger, there's more to it than just hunger. There's people who have no homes. But I'm saying in terms of, like, resources mm. and food, mm. like... People should just get, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we took resources. Capable, yeah. We are capable of giving back these resources and still being wealthy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it just... I know. <laughs> and I know. And that's that's the thing whenever I hear people going, like, oh, well, she chose the dress to kind of, you know, make it like, less about the aesthetics and stuff, make it more about her and Harry and stuff. I'm like, so then maybe you should have paid $500 for that dress <laughs> instead of paying $300,000. <laughs> this is exactly where my head was. What? This doesn't work. This doesn't work. Like, and I don't think, if you're at a point where you're getting, like you're in a royal wedding, yeah. there's no way to, I'm sorry, escape. I am so sorry. You know, that's, that's okay. <laughs> um, it's, there's no way to escape the spotlight then. Like, I don't, do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say I'm yeah. being modest while you're in the center of yeah, like, like the world. At the like, same I time, just, I understand it. Maybe I don't think all the decisions were made by her. Yeah. I also understand that yeah. she's going into she's marrying into a family that has a lot of rules yeah, she's and a like, lot of yeah. expectations. So I, I'm sure that the wedding wasn't all like there's a lot of customs and a lot of like um, traditions that involve a royal wedding that yeah. are involved in a royal wedding that she ha- doesn't have control over. Right? She's yeah. marrying a prince. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just feel like it's very, very, very just over the top and doesn't need to be that. Like, we, you know, you ain't really royalty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, royalty. You're married into it, yeah. Yeah. No, not even that. I mean, like, yeah. the UK, it's, they're run by a government. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? They're made like, up of, like, we technically fund, you know, um, their lifestyle, yeah. too, in the, in the wedding itself, right? Canadians, if you pay taxes, it goes straight to to her which hundred thousand so dollar dress. Just so you know, um, but it's but any with all that aside, I think what am I the best thing out of this whole like really hyped up event that really didn't you know no one really had to wake up at four o'clock for this. Yeah, is, I mean you could find the video anywhere now. Yeah, it's on and they replayed it later on. Like exactly, you know what I mean? it's kind of crazy to me. Um, but my favorite thing was that was just the fact that you know I'm sure you've seen a bunch of memes about this, but the fact that she's a divorcee, you know she's. Oh, I heard about that. Like yeah. she's older than him. Yeah, she's she, already divorced. Like people were saying. I remember my cousin. I I'm shocked. I was shocked when she told me this because she's only twelve. Twelve turning thirteen. Okay. Um, she was like, I don't like her. And I was like, why? And yeah. she was like, I was like, she's, she's, you know, she's, she's an actress. She's, yeah. she's, she looks cool. Yeah. She's from Canada. <laughs> like, you know, it's all good. Yeah. And she was like, well, she's older than him and she's, she's old. She's only 30 something and she's already divorced. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, girl, you need to get that mindset a little, you need to fix that mindset. And I mean, I'm sure been. it's not her. I'm, I'm sure it's not her. Like, I'm pretty sure it's her hearing um the mindset of other adults and she's repeating and she's repeating it um but yeah like that mentality like that we have in a lot of um like in a lot of communities (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Whether Muslim or like non-Muslim, like a lot of like traditional communities, um, where they think that if you're divorced, that if it's, a woman's divorced, yeah. then it's over for her. Yeah, like exactly. that. That mentality needs to change. Yeah. And I think it. And I think it will. But th- that's what I'm saying. Like I just, I'm so glad that she represents what she does. Like I don't know if you know, but she was a deal or no deal girl before. What? She so had the suitcase no and everything. Way. Yeah, so like you, Megan. Exactly. <laughs> and there was like that picture going out of about her, like you know, I think she's like maybe a teenager, but she's sitting in front of the yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, like, stuff like that makes me so happy. And she's a woman of color. Like the yeah. fact that she you know went through all of that, but she was still able to get where she is now. Yeah. Like it, I, I was telling my coworker the other day. Like I love when moments like this happen because it, it when younger girls dream about this kind of stuff because they're younger girls. Yeah, it's not not so unattainable as it was before, right? And just to see, like, even, like, the the church that they had, the ceremony was filled with other people of color, too. Like, Priyanka mm-hmm. Chopra was there. Well, Priyanka Chopra looked so good. Priyanka Chopra's so? dress? You didn't like it? <gasps> I thought she looked so beautiful. <laughs> you didn't like it? <laughs> no! Razia, come on! Okay, can we agree that Amal Clooney looked the best? Okay, she looked, she looked beautiful. She always looks beautiful, though. Okay, okay. Well, I love the yellow As is Priyanka Chopra. But... <laughs> But you didn't like her. You didn't like her dress. But she looks so. I loved her haircut. First of all, was it? It was. It's short. Is, is it really really short? No, it's like a sh- oh a shoulder length. Okay. Kind of like straight cut. Okay. And and then she was wearing a really nice sparkly dress. You're thinking of no. You're thinking of the evening. The evening outfit. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah yeah. Okay. Oh, you're yes. thinking of what she wore to the reception. Yes. Oh, I don't remember that dress. Yeah, that was not. Oh, I don't remember it. <laughs> I was like really much. Um, <laughs> You were like questioning my taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I saw her at the. the that evening. was beautiful. That was she looked like her own princess. Oh, I see it. No, yes. I don't like that. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. Oh no. And I don't know if you like. I mean, you could look at her heels. I don't know if this picture will show it, but it's it's see through. Like you can see. Oh, that's Amal Clooney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, why did they they do that? I don't. I don't like. I hate when they do that. You see, I don't like that you can see her toes and that they're painted. Oh. Like, that just it really turned me off. I feel like the suit is okay, but I don't like the hat. I think there's so many things. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't like the hats in general. I really don't like those those hats. Like, I think, <laughs> well, see, the way Amal does it and, like, a few other people, I think it suited their outfits. But this yeah. is a little, I felt like she went a little too dramatic. See, that's what I'm talking about. That that was yeah, cute. Yeah, oh, your thing is touchscreen. Oops. It, it, <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> it's okay. No, but, it, and no, yeah, I saw that, this after the fact and I was like, yep. Yeah, that's how you should have, like, looked. I wanted her hair down for the reception. Yeah, she looks um, so beautiful. But, yeah. I love Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, she's great. She's, she looks great there. But anyways, and Serena Williams was there. I loved how she looked, too. Oh, yeah, Serena Williams was there. Oprah, for some reason, was there. I was like, wait, how does she know? Oprah was there, yeah. yeah. But Oprah's, like, one of the richest <laughs> she was just there in the world. Yeah, she's just there. I, I feel like you book. can't not invite <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> like Just by association. Yeah. Everyone gets married. Oprah's there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um... But I don't know if you've heard, but was it last night or the night the night before? So I, today's what May twenty sixth. I think on the twenty fourth night there was um, that bomb blast. Did you hear that that happened in Mississauga? Yeah, okay, I heard about it, but I'm kind of confused. Like, yeah, what happened? So I don't know the the full details myself. I mean, we can like look it up right now. But the I know what happened was that it was basically this. Um, Indian restaurant in Mississauga. Mm-hmm. There were a few like birthday parties happening, and oh, someone man. had thrown in a bomb, and it exploded. Uh, I heard I was just listening to Razamoka, and they said a lot of the people were in critical like condition, and they oh. went to trauma centers. But they I don't understand why this okay isn't now. more like 
I talked like, about. Yes. Is this is this weird? Like, is it just me? No, am I just not paying attention? It's not in a lot of media, but yeah. a lot of people I know. Like, I yeah, I mean, like people, brown. people are talking about it, but yeah. like, why is it not in the media? Why isn't it yeah. on the news? I don't. Yeah, I'm confused. I, this is in the GTA. I guess because <laughs> I guess in here, the sad reality is this: I think that um, a lot of um, a lot of people are saying that it's not a terrorist attack necessarily, and that it was just like something. Like, not a fluke incident, but something that probably might have to do with a business or a personal conflict kind of thing. So that's why it's not gaining as much attention as it would. But nevertheless, like, it's the fact I heard, a bomb. when I first heard that it that it happened, I, I kind of, like, it, again, it's not that it's, it's this way we're most, we're like, super desensitized yeah. to news like this. Yeah. But Ross and Michael were, just, again, just talking about it. And it was only when I heard, like, the street, like, the intersection, like, where it happened, I was, like, I realized, like, I clicked in, that's in Ontario, and I was, like... Wait what? Yeah, <laughs> and then started listening, which yeah. is so bad. Like, yeah, because we, we don't like we do usually that. things don't happen like things like this don't happen so close to home, and it's true what you said. Like we become so des- desensitized, and yeah. it's horrible. Yeah, because it really should like hit us every single time, yeah. and it should. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and and I mean I think the wake up call for uh, people in Toronto like to kind of know that. It's not. It's not just in America that these kind of things happen. Ever yeah. since that Young and Finch thing happened, it's kind yeah. of really that thing was so messed up, shaking people up. Do you know I, I work right on that corner, right? I work literally what? right on Young and Finch. Yeah. Oh my god. So when I when it first happened, like a few people contacted me after work yeah. was done to say because they know. Um, but literally, if you look outside my building window, you could you saw like the whole strip of the. Um, street was like just filled with cop cars and like wow. people like standbyers like just looking at what's happening a bunch of yellow tape for like days it was you know young mm-hmm. was closed it was crazy just at the time and we'll go back to this the specific bombing that happened yeah. more recently but um, it was crazy like a lot of people in my workplace um, were out at lunch it happened at one thirty, and a lot of us go out especially on good days like that day was the first day I think that was like super sunny after yeah. the ice storm after the windstorm like it was nice um, so a lot of people go out for walks. As soon as I heard that it happened, like my manager came by to she was clearly doing headcount and then that kind of freaked me out. I was like, What is happening? Yeah. So our whole team kind of were like looking for each other to say, Okay, who's here, who's not here? Mm-hmm. And like just the feeling of like not like not people, knowing. Yeah, people yeah. are outside, you know, it, it was it happened right in front of a shoppers that people go to all the time. Yeah. Like it was for, and I literally just went last yesterday to go yeah. um buy some stuff but so yeah, I mean, we were just waiting for people to come back into the building to make sure, and for that whole period of like, you know, there's two people left, there's one person left, and then finally, thankfully, everybody was safe. Yeah. But just that that mood in the room when we all huddled into the lunchroom to kind of have like a little talk about like people weren't allowed to leave the building for a while until yeah, yeah, yeah. like the situation was under control. Um, but just that that I still remember that 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 mood in the room because I know that some people had seen the incident happen were outside to see it and wow. some people well, I know were helping like with CPR stuff like that involved wow like I they never obviously said the specific names but like just that mood in the room of like um one of the managers at the time kind of giving it like a short spiel to say like I you know hope I found safe that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it was just so weird like yeah. at, at, at a workplace you should never feel like we're having a, a real code red kind yeah of situation. yeah it's crazy so but it was yeah it was so strange and then you know a few days after we all kind of made a trek to the memorial to kind of put stuff there and um one of my co-workers was on uh cbc and stuff to kind of talk about mm-hmm. this is how we were affected i guess 
but it was ridiculous like that close to home should it should never it should never feel that way like going out yeah no that day is just like i don't ever want to feel like young adventure is a strange place to me like yeah yeah yeah. like not feeling safe yeah do you hear about santa fe it was in houston lightly but i didn't hear so there was there yeah there was a school shooting this guy came in um and basically what i heard was there was an exchange student from i think it was pakistan okay um, and she was there. She was almost finished her time there. I think she was going to go back to Pakistan in time for like the last little bit of Ramadan and eat. And um, apparently, I think he took a liking to her. And he, I think, I'm pretty sure he was one of the students there. He took a liking to her, and she basically said no. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that's why he did the school shooting. Oh my! God. Apparently, that was his motive. Oh my god! Um, and then I'm like, I'm, I, I just because that's why I remembered it because apparently with this guy with the van thing incident. He had the same kind of idea, like, um, women rejecting him. Like, yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. understand why women were rejecting him yeah. and thought that... Yeah, he needed to take it out on the world. Yeah. yeah. So, it's just baffling that that type of mentality exists. Yeah. No, and it, it, it's, it's, I find it so cowardly, and I think that, it, if anything, it really... I mean, the Me Too movement is still kind of living on. It's pretty strong. Yeah. But I think if there ever was a need for, you know, to embrace feminism and to start thinking about things like that... It, Incidents like this, if that doesn't wake up people, I don't, you know, I don't understand, yeah. like, I don't understand why people don't see it as being an important thing. And what's scary, like, what's even, I think, more scary is that, um, like, there's a whole community mm. of men online that, that think like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you'll never know who they are. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I know. And it's, like, it's, 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 it's a, they have a very cultish mentality. And for those who are listening who do, who aren't necessarily aware, basically, they're, these group of men who kind of see, um, you know, be, being rejected by women is their their reason for acting out or having certain opinions. Yeah, about the like world. they they justify, like any sort of violence or anger towards the world or women. Yeah. As, like they think it's okay because they've been rejected, which yeah. is just like. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of it's actually pretty lame. Like yeah, like it's like it's sad. <laughs> it's very sad. It, yeah, and they have like they they're almost proud about it. They they call themselves incels. Which is short for uh, involuntary celibates. Yeah. Um, because they're and and they're like I've heard on even other podcasts of, of men who are more like I guess um, they're more active on social media about it versus kind of being violent about mm-hmm. it. But their kind of um, view on the world is that like you know they kind of keep track of how many times they've been rejected and almost have like a weird some of them have like a weird pride about it. I'm happy you remembered this, but I do. Did you watch um, Terry Crews was recently on The Daily Show? Did you? Have I had, did not him? see his interview. No. No. So he, if you remember early on in the the Me Too movement, he kind of came out about how he. Yeah, he was like, yeah. Yeah. So he was he was violated by um, one of his agents who had sexually harassed him, and mm-hmm. and, and he, his kind of view to the whole movement was important because it was a male perspective. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how um, the internet industry is toxic because it's affected him but also to speak to about you know toxic toxic masculinity on the whole and that like you know he's had you know he grew up in a in a household full of domestic violence his father was really abusive towards his mom and he was on um the daily show recently to talk to trevor noah and it was like a phenomenal interview he he, he's such a stand-up guy like he he is not afraid to you know he's an artist as well as he's a obviously a bodybuilder yeah. and he's also an actor and he does comedy like he's so uh multi- yeah multi-talented <laughs> and also really open about you know 
being an artist and being an interior decorator, which I think is what he also does. Oh, cool. Like, he, he's not, do you know what I'm saying? That those are typically feminine yeah. things to do, and he's, like, super proud about talking about stuff like that. And he's not, he's not afraid. But anyways, at the, at the, in the interview, um, uh, Trevor Noah asked him, and this is kind of just on the incel subject, is that um, Trevor Noah asked him, like, if there's anything that you could tell young men now to kind of fix this issue of the perception of masculinity, what mm-hmm. would you say? Um, and I think he said, and it's my, been my favorite thing, like, since he said it, is that it's impossible to love someone and control them at the same time. And, That's and, a good point. Yeah, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, it seems so simple, but... Yeah, it should be, right? Yeah. But... Yeah, it's, 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 it was just yeah. it was so poignant. Like, just how he, like, he almost, like, was ready to answer that yeah. question. It's... That I told you I had, like, this one topic that I wanted to talk to you about because, again, I think that you, you would be super interested in it and be super opinionated about. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, one of the only other people I know or that I'm friends with that has kind of the background of, like, 90s music like I do. Um, I grew up around it because I have, like, a, a bunch of older siblings. Yeah. So I, I had my exposure through there. But I wanted to talk about, like, I miss girl bands. Like, I miss I miss groups like Destiny's Child. Oh, and yes. Spice Girls. Oh. Like, I, I used to Good listen, times. I listened <laughs> to their albums, like, nonstop yep. when I first started. And, like, I don't know. Like, Do you remember S Club 7? Yes. I remember. I, remember I loved only S one Club song 7. And one, like, um, music video by, their, by them that is, like, in a. They're like a S desert. club party. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you were so I loved S club. You don't you're understand. So As a child, because I like I, I'm the oldest in my family, yeah. right? It's only me and my brother, but like I have older cousins. So um we would all they would whenever they would be listening to music, we would me and my brother would always be like kind of like, you know, with them, listening along and stuff like that. Um, so they, my cousin loves Spice Girls and S Club Seven, and I would always watch with her, and I loved them. Like we had the DVD with the whole all their oh music videos God. and stuff. <laughs> oh but I, yeah, S Club Seven was cool. amazing. Nice. Um, yeah, Spice Girls, Destiny's Child, like and TLC. The other TLC. One? Oh, I was in grade one singing No Scrubs with my chest. Oh. You don't understand <laughs> my chest. No, I was in grade one. I didn't have any scrubs coming at me, but I was still singing that song with my chest. <laughs> so oh my god. Oh. No, I I remember. Oh my gosh. I it, it what frustrated me too is that I kind of like when and I don't know if you noticed this, but when we got older and like especially when we got into high school yeah. in the last few years, and '90s music has kind of. Like kind of rose up again. Yeah, and it's frustrated me that people have been like, "Did you hear this new song?" Or like, "I just started getting into this music," and I'm like, yeah, "I've I'm been like, singing yeah, this I know. for years." <laughs> I know. Don't tell me that you just learned the lyrics. I like know. I oh. sometimes like, <laughs> and sometimes I feel like when I speak to people, I think that everybody has this knowledge like yeah, of this music. Exactly. So I'll be like, "Oh, like if a song plays like in a store or something," and I'm like, "Oh my god, I love this song," and I'll like sing along, and they're like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" What do you mean? What's this? Like, yeah. some people don't know who Ashanti and ja-, ja Rule is. Like, you know what I mean? It just makes me so upset. Oh I, love I love that. Oh, oh okay. Speaking of Ashanti and Ja Rule, did you hear um, their version of "Helpless" on um, on the uh, oh my god, what's it called? On the mixtape of that play. What's it called? Is it Hamilton? Hamilton. Have you have you heard the Hamilton mixtape? Oh! 
Razia! Because <laughs> my thing is, I've always wanted to kind of see the thing in person, even though that's not going to happen. Yeah, ever. I know. <laughs> no, but the mixtape. Okay, so the I still didn't know. First of all, I didn't know she was still making music. Otherwise, yeah, on that. I mean, Ashanti, not really. But like, <laughs> no, but they made a mixtape, and so it's like all, it's not all the songs, but majority of like the big songs from the original play. Right. But it's all sung by like these, all these artists that you know. So like Sia, Usher, Ja Rule, Ashanti. Oh um, Jimmy Fallon is on one of the tracks. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what's his name? I have his face in my mind. James Corden, is he on it? No, 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 no. Um. Oh my God. John Legend. John oh, Legend's on it. Um, Wiz Khalifa's on it. Uh, um, what's his face? Kanan is on it. Oh my. Oh right? my God. Kanan. Oh Where's Kanan now? Where's, yeah, exactly. That's my question. Oh it's my God. such. I love. I love that mixtape. I love Man, it. Man, they're getting me hyped. I need to watch it. Yeah, you need to listen to it. But I really want to see Hamilton as well. Um, I just I'm not financially capable of watching Hamilton. I know it's coming to Canada, but I'm like the prices are gonna be ridiculous. But anyway. but it's not even it's not the same cast either. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, no, even which is go, upsetting. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? I wanna I wanna see the original cast. Yeah, well, but you can't. You can't. Um, we're not, now we're really sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I like I I miss I miss the days of like again kind of going back to the challenge again you know bit of like waiting for the next music video that's gonna come out with the next album i used to know like destiny's child that album i probably know that album better than any other yeah soundtrack or album out there from anybody even recent um artists yeah like i used to know like by numbers like which which song was each yeah because my sister would play my the thing with them my family is that we used to often play music while we're cleaning up the house around the weekend so it was always on uh, and I had certain favorites like yeah, I yeah. liked um remember Independent Woman oh yes but there's like the two versions oh part I, one and part two yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. part two because that, that was a weirder version like it, it has like almost a broken down background sound I don't oh, know if you remember I can't remember part two yeah that was that was my favorite so it used to be like um that one putting, <laughs> I know what number it is and it was, we had like the weird yeah. old like sound system I love Independent Woman of course I love Survivor um the one that's really underrated is, um, do you know Girls, the song? Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not going to sing it because we're recording, but, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I'll, I'll search it up, but keep going. Hold on. Um, I lo- you know, an unpopular opinion, uh, I love Cater to You. I know, like, no, you I don't remember Cater to You? I do, I do, because it's got with the two in the Yes! <laughs> I actually like the song. I mean, I don't really agree with the mes- message as yeah. much, because yeah. um, y'all can do your things yourself, but, like, <laughs> I love the melody of the song, and I just love, oh, and I love, um, um, oh my god, I blanked on the name, that's really upsetting. That's okay. I Survivor is, uh, like, a really overrated song. Survivor is overrated. Um, Soldier. This song. This is girl. I love this song. And it, this is talk about a good message. Oh my god, look, she looks so young. Oh my god. They all look so young. What the hell? I miss them. <laughs> Bootylicious. I love Bootylicious. <laughs> that video. Oh, the production. <laughs> okay, play the song, please. Damn. Hold on. This is not gonna end. Oh my god, the whole, the whole, the song is a story. Oh my god, why do I not know this song? Oh my god, hey mom! <laughs> why do I not know this song? Oh man. 
wow. Yeah. I need to... Because yeah. I feel like some uh, sometimes, like, I know the song, but not well, because I was really young, and yeah. maybe I just forgot it, and I haven't yeah. listened to it in a long yeah. time. And to be honest, this is, again, like, I say it's underrated, because it was one of, like, the... Just the songs that were on the album, yeah. but not... It wasn't, like, the top. It wasn't a feature or anything. Yeah. yeah. It, but I love the song. Like, I remember when I was old enough... Yeah, it's one of the songs where, like, you when you watched it again when you were a teenager, a little older, you're like, you're like it has a message. Yeah. It's talking about something serious. It's like when you watch um, or listen to Shaggy's... Um, this it wasn't me? Yeah, and then you yeah. listen to it when you're older, you're like, yeah. what the hell was I singing when I was yeah. sick? Yeah. This is, a, this is yeah. bad. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. Yeah. Shaggy was another. Oh, oh my say my name. Say my name is my favorite. Oh, Bills. Bills? Bills. 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 Oh, great. This I love is one Bills. of the best, I think. This I love Bills. This is one of the it's best. So sassy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I miss it. And Spider, what, were you big on Spice Girls? Did you know, like, a lot of their music? I was, I, I think I was a little too young. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, I was big on them, but when I was younger, but it's been so long. So I only know, like, I only remember the really big hits. Mm. I don't remember all their songs. Okay, so first two of my favorites, Wannabe. Okay, Wannabe, of course. And Say You'll Be There. I'm pretty sure I know Say You'll Be There. Okay, and that video was crazy for me when I was young. I was like, what do you mean? There? Stop, I know Stop, of course. Stop's great. It's the, it, with the Spice movement, of Your Life. You had to learn the hand movements to yeah. stop, and you had to do it in your car. Yeah. <laughs> Spice of Your Life, of yeah. course. Yeah, oh my god, that, that music video is a little embarrassing if you watch it again. <laughs> to Become One, that's like one of their only slow songs. I don't remember Holler. I yeah, me neither. Some of I have to... Well, that's not the Have you ever? Do you know what meaning? No, I don't. Oh, he's a great artist. Oh, okay. Wait, let's track back a second. You saw that that Chris Brown song that we just saw in that thumbnail. Is that you wanted to talk about? That? Oh yeah. Okay, it's called um. Oh shoot, what is it called? It's by Little Dick. His name is Little Dicky. Yeah. Okay. And Chris Brown. Yeah. And the reason why I can't believe you haven't heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Freaky Friday. So basically, the whole premise of the video is like Freaky Friday, where so he switches body. Him and Chris Brown go to a Chinese restaurant, oh, of course, <laughs> or something like that, and they open the <laughs> cookie and then they switch bodies. So Lil Dicky's in Chris Brown's body and Chris Brown's in Lil Dicky's body, right? Okay. okay. So the enti- so the music video is Chris Brown's. So like even though Lil Dicky's in Chris Brown's body, it's still Chris Brown's voice, right? Got it. And then Lil Dicky's still Lil Dicky's voice. Yes. Yep. But the, so in Chris Brown's body, Lil Dicky goes, "Can I say the end?" Can I say the N word? Um, and then he goes N word, N word, N word. But it's still Chris Brown's voice. But it's get it? Yeah, I get it. I so get it's it, like get he it, he it, really it. took his he really wanted to say that. You know. So there was a whole talk about like it's just a way for a white guy to say that N word. Yeah. yeah. Because if, if he's only swapped with a yeah, black body. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like. It was just controversial. Like, you could watch... Well, I don't think we should, we should <laughs> play it out loud at the, the thing, but, like... Just people walk by where we're sitting. Um, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie, though. I'm, it kind of upsets me that the song is a little, um... It's a little catchy. <laughs> well, because are you singing it? And you're like, I feel guilty. Yeah, like, it's catchy. I'm not gonna lie. But, like, it's kind of... Yeah. But, yeah, there was, it was a little bit controversial just because of that, that part. One thing, since we're almost at the close of this. Oh, I see and, it. Yeah, I see, see it, and I'm ready to talk about okay, it. Okay, <laughs> just because we're already on the topic of, of like, music? Con- in music and controversial yeah. crap Yeah, oh, dear God. So, I mean, ever I don't even have to fill in the audience about this, for this crap, but, I mean, he was in on uh, in the TNC offices, I guess, and there was an interview that happened mm-hmm. uh, where he said a wonderful thing that, you know, slavery was a choice. And, uh, I mean, I have I've heard a lot of things about what had happened in the context of the situation, but I want to hear, because you're already, like, fired up about it, I want to hear yeah. everything. Okay, so, like, I have a lot of opinions about Kanye West. Yeah. Like, 
Who doesn't, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I think at the same time, as an individual, as a person who doesn't know Kanye West, the fact that I have a lot of opinions about Kanye West, I feel like, you know, it's not relevant to Kanye West. Mm -hmm. Kanye West don't care about my opinions, Mm -hmm. but I'm still going to talk about it because he made me mad. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, first of all, Kanye West makes great music. Yeah, you can't deny you can't that. Deny that. Can't Kanye, deny Ma- Kanye West, ooh, Kanye West yeah. makes great music. He has always made great music. Always. I mean, you can argue that maybe his music in the past is, is better than his music now, but like regardless, people still listen to his music. He's one of the most known hip hop artists. Yeah, and in think, the world. And I think despite how, however, his career ends or doesn't end or whatever, yeah. he leaves a legacy. Like, He's always everybody's always gonna know who Kanye West is. Yeah. Um. You know, like so. I mean. People say that, like, after... And I, this is the thing I don't like what people talk about Kanye West, is that when he does something, they immediately start talking about his, like, mental mm-hmm. health and his mental state. And I don't think that's for anybody to talk about. You don't know... And it's it's easy to call someone crazy, you know what I mean? Just because you don't agree with someone, you're like, okay, that guy is not stable. Yeah. And, I think, and I think that it was a good point that his wife, Kim Kardashian, brought up as well. I'm not a Kardashian fan, but she brought up a good point. Like, you don't just poke at someone's mental health. Like, you can't just call someone crazy. Mental health isn't something to joke about. And I agree with her. Like, you can't just say that. But at the same time, I think that he doesn't understand. I don't know if he doesn't understand or he doesn't care about the repercussions of what he says. Mm -hmm. Because... He knows who he is. Kanye knows who he is. Kanye knows he's Kanye. If anybody knows knows who who Kanye is, it's Kanye, right? Kanye loves himself. He loves himself. And I feel like someone who know who's like someone who is so successful and so famous and knows how famous he is should also know that whatever he says, no matter what it is, is going to impact a huge audience mm-hmm. and so when you go around as a black man saying that slavery slavery was a choice he literally said you were there 400 years that's a choice yeah no yeah. that is not honey and it's so problematic it's so it's problematic so, like you have to yeah. you have to take into the fact that they were taken without a choice yeah and then they were systematically oppressed mm-hmm. and then their choice was taken like the fact that their choice was taken away from them through systematic oppression. So even if they had the choice to leave, they sometimes people didn't want to leave because they didn't know any other way. Exactly. So that there's no choice there. Like mm. that's yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, <laughs> it just makes you so mad. Yeah. <laughs> because now, because even though there's a lot of people who have come out and condemned condu- condemn Kanye for what he said, there are still going to be a group of people who love Kanye who are going to think that way now. Yeah. Because he said it. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just the way with, like, I mean, Trump's campaign is, like, the perfect example of this, of, you know, all you need is someone with enough uh, reach, with yeah. enough power to say something stupid, like, I mean, with, like, everything that comes out of Trump's mouth, um, even to, again, people like us who might seem, like, obviously racist or obviously Yeah, and offensive. to some people, it's There's like... some people that are like, I've been thinking that for, for forever, I, thank God he's said someone, something Exactly! Like so, it's, it's, that's what's, you know, it's, I think what you're saying is absolutely true, I think he doesn't fully see the impact of what he's saying yeah which really doesn't make sense to me because you have to see the impact like you know like if you have a show if you sell out a show there obviously you're gonna make an impact yeah you sell out shows around the world yeah you think what you say isn't gonna affect the people that that like you yeah and the fact that you're 
I don't know if they're actually friends, but like colleagues and friends have come and said something to you. You should kind of take a hint there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't know what the Kardashians are doing, but do they feel something? Like, can someone say something? Yeah. Like, and I don't know what Trump did for him to get support yeah. from Kanye. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's crazy. Yeah, because and I think that that relationship's so interesting. And it's I could, so weird. And yeah. I don't know. This is my brother said something interesting to me because my brother loves Kanye. Yeah. Um. He's <laughs> first of all, I'm, the first thing my brother said was. Um, this is whack, but I'm still not going to stop listening to his music. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, but the second thing he said was, <laughs> he said, either Kanye has gone, like, is, is like, I don't want to say gone insane, because, again, that's another thing that's a poke at mental health, but, like, either Kanye has flipped yeah. to a different mindset, yeah. or he is making the most, he's making the best marketing decision he's ever made in his life. Mm-hmm. And... Because Kanye is make, is coming out with a new album. He's so several my, albums. He's yeah, so my brother is saying, my brother thought that maybe this is a way for him to draw in an audience he doesn't usually reach. Mm. Um, and also, didn't you hear Kanye wants to run for president? Yeah, that, that was, was a thing yeah, in the past. Yeah, yeah. So is this is this a political move? <laughs> Who knows? Is he trying to cozy up to the president and then take his spot? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think since the beginning of Kanye's career, though, and I think people, it, for me, it was almost shocking that how shocked people were by what he said. Obviously, I mean, the words he was saying were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But if you've been following him since the beginning of his career, you know that it's been part of his career to be controversial. Yeah, no, always. He's always been that way. But it's yeah. never been... Like, it's it's always been controversial, but it's, it's I don't think it's ever been this, like, bad. bad. Yeah. It's never been this bad. Yeah. And, and I think it has yeah. to do with the, the, the our current, like, cultural climate. That yeah. A lot more sensitive to... To things that are even borderline racist, right? Like they yeah. will call it out. Yeah. Um. So I think because of that, though, I think it's because of like the, the kind of space we're in right now. Um. But what I had heard about that interview is that there was so it was a, a much longer interview, right? There's yeah, a lot of, of things that they were discussing yeah. prior to the one who made that really awful statement. Yeah. Was that he was saying he? I think he went through lipo recently or some sort of intense surgery where oh, okay. he had to go. You know, to recover from, he had to uh, take opioids. Oh, okay. To kind of, uh, I guess, get through the healing process or mm-hmm. whatever. That's what he was prescribed. And it, sometimes when that happens uh, through surgeries, is that you can get addicted to the, to that to your medication. So, yeah, yeah. So I think, and what's been, and this has happened before. Of of he went through a similar thing. He, you know, got caught up with an addiction, and the second he was off meds is when he started spewing out crap like this before. Mm-hmm. So there's been incidences before, and so a lot of people when they heard this they're kind of they made sure that the context was that okay it might be another one of these and again so like and that was a twofold thing right of like again kind of saying well he's a crazy guy don't take whatever he says for like yeah by the same time but but regardless he said what he said you know what i mean exactly but and the the other fold was that like well maybe actually yeah we should be more cognizant of like maybe he's really actually not in the right state of mind to understand what he's saying because even because i think the piece that was important about the interview was that first bit of him saying like I'm, I'm trying to get off meds because I don't, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm dependent on them, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, 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 it's I, fi- I feel actually bad for him because it's a sick cycle, right? Like the second you get off your meds, you could, you think that you know because the meds are working, you feel fine, so you get off them. Mm-hmm. But then the second that you start saying stuff like that, and the world starts looking at you weird, you you're gonna back get on back them, on them, and it's just like a, a cycle. Awful, and I feel bad for him in that in that sense, and and he's also kind of driving himself up a wall stress-wise with um, 
like he's not just doing his own album he's also helping like four other artists i'm pretty sure there's another yeah. album he's doing with kid cuddy and then there's three other ones um, i he's mean helping to produce right? yeah and if like if that's the case if it's actually like a serious mental issue or if it's a serious like addiction then people should like i feel like it's regardless of how it's if it's a public if it's public knowledge or not like i hope that there's someone out there supporting him yeah and helping yeah. him yeah you know exactly. i mean like it would be great for the public to know if it was if it was if that's actually the case because yeah. i feel like people would be a lot more supportive but at the same time sometimes people don't want the yeah. public to know because it's not really uh, we don't need to know yeah, it's exactly. not our it's not our issue it's not, it's not our it's not our business so yeah. Who I is, mean, who is Kanye's PR team? That's my question. Like, I have no idea. I don't. I don't know if he's. I don't think he can be controlled. <laughs> but I, honestly, like, if that's the, if that's truly the case, I hope he's getting the support that he needs because, yeah. I mean, Lord knows his family yeah. is always in some sort of drama. Yeah, exactly. Like, and family meaning his marriage. Yeah. His yeah. family he's married into. Yeah. All has their own drama. Mm. So like, I hope that they're not so caught up in their own. Yeah, issues I, I, that you know what I mean yeah, that they're that supporting him. He gets support. Stability, at yeah. Least. Like because it I mean, regardless if it's from is. his wife, if like he finds supports through his kids, through yeah. a friend. Hopefully, someone is. His kids are cute. His, his kids, kids are so they're, cute. They're, I know. Uh, they're, also, <laughs> they're they're very cute. I like their like they they look like a good mix of both Kim and Kanye. They're yeah. So <laughs> well, so that was our first episode of the Takaholics podcast. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed it. It was nerve-wracking for us. Yeah, man. Even hearing it back is like another Yeah, when you listen to yourself, you're kind of like, oh. (laughs) All the insecurities. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, like we said, we hope you guys enjoy, and we hope that you guys subscribe to our channel wherever you do listen to your podcast. And do not worry. We will expand our reach, hopefully, you know, to other places where podcasts are available to upload. Yeah. So, for the time being, I think we're on YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, and so hopefully iTunes is another thing, Spotify is another thing. So down the road you'll get updates and hopefully be able to be at places you like to listen to your music and podcasts. On. Exactly. So um, hold on, I'm trying to find. <laughs> I'm trying to find the name of our Instagram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, along with subscribing to our podcast channels, you can also follow us on the social meds. So we have Instagram at TalkaholicsPod. So it's Talkaholics P-O-D. Um, and you we also have a Gmail account. That's all our social needs. <laughs> you will want to follow us there. <laughs> um, if you guys want to email us any suggestions or have any questions, you can yeah. email us at uh, talkaholicspod at gmail.com. Other than that, um, leave a comment on our Instagram page too. We'll be, we'll be posting, I think, each time or every few times that we do post uh, uh, an episode or so. So let us know what you think and... We're really, really curious to hear from you. Yeah, and we hope to see you guys next time right. on the Talkaholics podcast. Okay. Iman and Razia signing out. Oh, <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>